Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And it's now the time of the show we search the universe, the planets, and newegg.com for the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade. Well, when I had this up yesterday, it was there. When I went to check it this morning, it was gone. So I have a slightly different one than I originally was intending to tell you. But um, I don't use a battery pack much anymore. And I know, Marsha, I don't know if you do, you know, because the phone's batteries have gotten... the phones, you plug it in for five minutes, it's charged up again, so... Yeah, but if you've got, you know, got an older phone and, you know, not everybody has the bigger batteries in their phones if you have an older phone, uh, Newegg has what they call the portable RAV Power 20,000 milliamp USB battery pack. comes with two um, iSmart 2.0 USB ports. It's got a 3.4A max output. And basically what it does is it, it will charge your older phones in about half the time that it used to take you if you just plug it into your normal charger on those. It works for uh, the iPhone. It also works for the uh, Samsung Galaxy phones. And it's just a little square device that you can throw in your, your wallet or your purse or whatever. Uh, and it, uh, it has what they call dual, uh, dual output. Uh, it combines a 5-volt, 3-volt, 4A output that uh, will meet most of the standards of smartphones and tablets, uh, again, each with two iSmart ports. Uh, so it gives you a good uh, charging experience, and it's fairly quick. And you can get this now. It is on sale at Newegg, and we'd like to have little inexpensive buys of the week from time to time. So this one normally sells for 30 bucks. It's on sale for 19.99. And you can get it uh, delivered to you next week. So if you're one of those that has a phone that's battery is just not as good as it used to be, or, you know, it goes out a lot quicker and you don't want to replace the battery, you know, for uh, 20 bucks you can just carry this around and it'll give you a, a nice charge for your devices, your um, iPad Air as well. Uh, again, at Newegg.com, portable charger, rave power, 20,000 milliamp, and it is available today for $19.99 at Newegg.com. And that is our buy of the week. Uh, so, have you gotten a 5G phone yet? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got six of them. They work perfectly. And, and do you find the 5G anywhere? <laughs> uh, no, I've never been able to actually use it, which is why I keep buying them. <laughs> you know, I bought one and it didn't work. I this one doesn't work. Let me get another yeah, I'll one. I'll <laughs> try another one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, no. yeah, I mean, it, this is ridiculous. I mean, again, the tech, tech frauds are, are jumping on it. Um, this is not the 5G setting on your home Wi-Fi router, right? Right. That's 5 megahertz or gig. What In the house, you have the 2.4 and you have the 2. 5. 2.4 gigahertz and the 5 gigahertz. From your home network. The yeah, 5 is pretty network, much right. for video streaming. Has right. nothing to do with 5G, okay? Right. Uh, nor the 5GE that you might see in an AT&T smartphone ad. Mm-hmm. That's just better 4G. That that's all it is. Oh, why is it to not called better 4G then? Why do they call it 5G? Better 4G. I, that's a real <laughs> advertising thing. Yeah. I think. Hey, that's we got great. a better 4G better than the other 4G. guy. Yeah. Right. I mean, this. We've heard that 5G will do everything. You know, self-driving cars, augmented reality, right. Right. and all those tech terms that get everybody excited. But the yeah. bottom line is, with because this is a consumer show. Most of the 5G 5G will be used industrially and for mm-hmm. businesses. 
it jacks up the price of the phone considerably. Although there is a $600 Galaxy A715G on AT&T. Oh, I have one of those. It didn't work on that either. No, that was, didn't work well either. Yeah, didn't, that one didn't and, work and either. The, and one of the problems is, it seems Verizon has the best if you're near it, because there are two different bands of 5G. Verizon is using the ultra-wideband network. Now, remember we talked about people, and I turned down the opportunity, opportunity in air quotes, to test a 5G phone because I had to go to a certain place and stand in a certain spot <laughs> to see how fabulous it was. And that's one of the problems with 5G. It either is outside or inside, take your pick. It doesn't do both. It does not go through walls, doors, uh, windows. It just doesn't. Well, but the other seems one dumb to me. <laughs> well, that's why I say it's industrial, and oh, okay. you know, you might rethink. You know, if they tell you, "Oh, five G's coming to your neighborhood," yeah, really? Do you care? Do you yeah, really no, care? Not at this point. Uh, so it is crazy fast, but it says someone downloaded the full first season of Ozark in under five minutes. Oh, well, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, well. I'm going to spend extra for that because you know yeah, they're exactly. going to charge extra on your on your contract, right? Well, right. So exactly. there's low bands, mid band, and high band. Three different yeah, roads to high G. It's I'm yeah, going to share stories that. on Twitter hashtag five G hashtag Tech Radio. Take a look at them. It's a little bit complex, but you'll get a better idea. It, it's it's a little bit crazy. Five G <laughs> is not for everybody. No, T-Mobile. They say uh, Wall Street Journal says T-Mobile is the current best bet. So there you go. Oh, but it's not for okay. smartphones. It's for industry So and right. in the house. So Now, before, before we go to what might be the most significant story that we've ever done on this show, <laughs> I want to mention uh, Linda Sherman says, yes, it's true that I like what Mark likes on streaming, which include the sensitive, girly stuff. And, of course, she loves Mrs. Maisel. So See? there you go, Marcia. She did. Yeah. All right. Now, let's go on. to uh, th This is a staggeringly important story. Marsha, how do you stop butt-dialing everyone with your smartphone? One would think. Now, i got to tell you, I don't butt. I haven't butt-dialed. Oh, I have. Except once when I was putting my phone in my purse. Uh, my newer Android phones have a thing that if you touch the screen without tapping the side thing, it says unintended touch on the screen and it doesn't activate so you can't butt dial but the best way to not butt dial somebody is to lock your phone how do you butt dial anybody if your phone's locked well it usually what happens and for those of you who don't know what the hell we're talking about a butt dial is just you accidentally as you were putting your phone in your pocket usually your back pocket, although I would never put my phone in my back pocket for fear I'd crush it, um, is that the phone dials a number, and then somebody's screaming to you, hey, Mark, hello, hello, I, and you don't know what it because you didn't realize you dialed. So that's what a butt dial is. But the, if you've got your phone See set, See all the Marcia, things you learn here on Tech Radio? You do. We you really can, need yeah, to play 
the more you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, you don't get this kind of information just anywhere. Nah, uh, nah. But if your phone doesn't lock right away, for example, you know, you can set your phone to lock at certain times. Well, people get annoyed that their phone is, at, you know, you can set it for 30 seconds, for a minute, for three minutes, for five. So if you haven't set it to lock right away, that can happen to you. So, but go ahead. So you could, you could lock your phone and that would be a great way to do it. Yeah, well, I just I just lock the phone and, you know, turn off tap to wake, which yeah. is in the iPhone settings for accessibility, tap to wake. A lot of people do that because they're too lazy to either put their fingerprint on it, stare at the camera, or yeah. whatever you do. Just, you know, what can I say? Yeah. Just be careful. Lock your phone. I mean, if you set your phone down in a restaurant... Mm -hmm. and some crook walks by your table, grabs your phone, and starts running. If you haven't locked your phone, you're kind of screwed. Yeah, Totally exactly. screwed. Luckily, uh, and I'm sure Apple has the same thing, where you can wipe your phone from a distance. You can track your oh, phone yeah. from a distance. Oh, you yeah. can find do all phone. of that. You can find your phone. Um, as a matter of fact, my little smartwatch, if I want to find my phone, it's pretty funny. It, it will... Uh, tap and i'll do it while we're talking and it will find make my phone say here i am i'm here <laughs> right yeah exactly so yeah. you know just lock your damn phone it's real simple <laughs> it's which because people think you're a little little slow and here's you, uh, where it can be dangerous you're driving you're talking to someone in the car and or or wherever and you and you think you've hung up what is it that was my phone telling me where it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the dangerous part of this is when you are sitting in your car or you're talking to a friend or something, right? And you assumed you have hung up the phone. And you haven't. And you butt dial the person you were just talking to while you turn oh, to you, your friend. Well, you saying, could make a conference call, too. <laughs> well, you could, yeah. I mean, and you turn to your friend and say, I just talked to Joe. He's an idiot. You know, and the and Joe, of course, is hearing the entire conversation because now you've butt dialed him, but you don't know that you're letting Joe hear you. So, yeah, that's something that's almost like um, repo, reply all. Be very careful on an email that you don't reply all when you don't want people to hear what you're saying. Right. So anyway. Right. Yeah. So there you go. Um, OK. Oh, and by go the ahead. way, let me just throw in something really quick here. Not only you, but some of my old friends from the Dodgers. I don't use, I use an iPod. It is not my phone. I have an Android phone. But right. some people who don't check whether you're texting the phone number or the name in an right. Apple device, right. you're texting my iPod, which I look at once a week. <laughs> it's not going to do you any good. If you have friends who are on Android, maybe there's a reason it's a different color. If you're going to text them, be sure to text through the phone number and, and not the standard right. Apple notebook. Because I don't see them, and they don't see them, and you'll feel bad, but that's just the way it is. That's the way Apple has it set up. It will yep. default to sending to an iDevice first. Yeah. All right, so the, the next story you have, it, it's kind of interesting. It made me think for a second because we've been talking about driverless cars for a long time. And right? you and I both agree we're never getting in a driverless car. Uh, or at least not the way current things are. I'm not getting and, in this thing either. <laughs> well, right, but it made me. Th but if you think about it, and I'm going to let you tell the story. You know how many, how long have we been flying in planes that have autopilot? Now, granted, there is a pilot 
hopefully up there. Yeah, right. I may never see it, but hopefully there's a pilot doing me maybe watching eBay, you know. Uh, But what is this plane that flies itself? Okay, I'm very much into aviation, so I I read all the airplane stories. Right. So Cessna, which makes the small planes that uh, most people use, uh, has a new plane called the X-Wing. That's controlled from the ground and not the cockpit. X-Wing, that's a Star Wars plane, right? Oh, my. X-Wing fighter. Wow. Yeah, okay, go ahead. And Wired Magazine even had a video of an autonomous landing on a – it's perfect landing. There's nobody driving the plane. It's just like you're using one of those. What were the radio? Remember the radio control yeah, planes? Controls. I love those. Yeah, sure. They're just so. Yeah, remote they controls, still yeah. do those right near here. Oh yeah. By uh, uh, the Van. What is that? By the Van Nuys Airport. Van Nuys Airport. Yeah, they have the radio control planes. Yeah. But you can maneuver taxiways. It has an auto land feature, which is normally common on a big jet. But you'll have it right here on your little Cessna. I have no idea what the plane costs. It's adorable. But just know that the cost of the plane is only a tiny piece of what flying yourself is going to cost you. You buy the plane. Then you have to pay at an airport space to rent it, right? Okay. You have to pay for your flying lessons, which take forever and aren't cheap. Right, right. <laughs> Or you so, just get Microsoft uh, uh, Fright Simulator and you don't ever have to do Well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we are, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the FAA is a little iffy on this, this plane. But I remember seeing a Cessna plane also that was modified. It had a little parachute on the top. You know, right. which is for beginner beginning flyers. If something happens, you just put the parachute up and the plane drifts to the ground. Right. I think this is automated flight systems. I mean, are really good when people are learning. But yeah, and there's more safety than a human can do. But maybe having the auto flight feature is good in general. If you end up in trouble, maybe it will know what to do. You know, oh, running out of gas. What happens yeah. now? Well, that that's, Press auto. that's a practical yeah. use. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was that this would work well for the cartel. You know, they want to load up these planes with drugs <laughs> and, they, you know, there's nobody there's nobody to arrest when the plane lands. Right. So you load up all your drugs. And maybe I should be either writing I a movie about this. I think you should send him or, a note about that because. Yeah, you know, I think that seems I think to you me. Should help it out. Other than that, um, where are you going to use this thing? What, what, what would you do with the plane that you could fly without being in it? What, what would be the point of that? Well, I don't know. Um, what can I say? It's I mean, innovation. It's a cool video. It's an okay. innovation of a technology. Like okay. I said, what it could be used for is in an emergencies, right. um, shifting conditions of flight. If a, a pilot is not very experienced, it will help them in case of an emergency. I mean, I think uh, what's his name who was in Star Wars could definitely use it. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, oh, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> he's an yeah. experienced flyer, and he's out there flying all the time. And, yeah, and oops, landing on the too. wrong yeah. runway. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. He's oops, had a few issues. Like, yeah. yeah, look, yeah, here in L.A., things things are a little different, and, and that's part of our local news. What, what yeah, did right, Harrison exactly. Ford do today in his plane? <laughs> and I love that guy, so, you know, you, yeah, you, so. you don't want him to get hurt, but... Uh, Okay. Well, yeah, you had something about IE, Internet Explorer, which, yeah. thank God, is being retired. 
Well, it's really interesting because I was um, I connect through my office, which now, you know, many of us are working from home um, and I use Internet Explorer and I was using Internet. Explorer you don't 11. use Edge. You don't I use didn't. Edge. Well, I hadn't because I was used to using Internet Explorer and they kept trying to get me to do it. And I thought, nah, you know, I'm not going to mess with it. So I was connecting <laughs> to my office and because it's, you Check know, it's Maven. office stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I would do it from home. If it were something not, a, you know, if it were something important, uh, I want to make sure that I'm going to connect properly. So I connect to the office or I attempt to connect to the office. And I, the next morning I go, wait, where's Internet Explorer? And I'm looking around the computer. It's gone. It is completely gone from my computer. I thought, wait, what is going on? And then I notice that Microsoft Edge is there, but IE is gone. Now, I didn't attempt to go see if I could download it again, but I thought, this is very interesting. And you know what? I immediately had a problem connecting to my office using Edge. And I had to call our own tech support and try to figure out what had happened, and they had changed some things in Edge. So they are trying to retire it, and they're pulling Microsoft 365 support, trying to get people to use Edge. Now, I have converted. I am using Edge right now, and after I got over the issue, I've had no problem, and I like it. But, yeah, they don't want you using that anymore. They want to get rid of it. Now, do you use it? Edge? Yeah. It's not a bad browser. I'm still a Chrome person. No, it's person. not. I'm still yeah. a Chrome person. I, I like I, my Chrome. But it's not bad, and occasionally things need to be in there. So, okay, I'll let it open. But eh, I'm not a fan. What can I say? Well, you know, a lot of businesses use uh, Internet Explorer, and that's that's a big issue. Uh, but they're telling people to try it out. Uh, they say that it uh, has better load times than Chrome. Who knows? I guess we could test it. Uh, but, it you know, like I told you, it was like about eight years ago, I was at a NASA facility in Houston. And they were still running Windows 2000 because they had wrapped their own software around Windows 2000 as a core. And they were not going to change. <laughs> this is just not going to happen. But, of course, they don't get their updates over the air. They kind of have their own tech people who handle it. And they just incorporated Windows 2000 within their own software. So, oh, But exactly. it was really funny to see the screens come up with Windows 2000. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of interesting. And, you know, until I found the story, I didn't actually even realize that Edge has a special IE mode that uses the old engine in Internet Explorer to load sites. So it should work with well, most applications. Uh, and they're not completely getting rid of it. Apparently, it will still be around. The company plans to give updates for customers on Windows 10 until 2025. So, you know, you got plenty of time to uh, actually do that before you have to worry about it changing. But, yeah, there you go. Uh, you, should we do a quick thing on uh, Flight Simulator? Because oh, we we're have to. Close we absolutely have yeah. to. Um, if you go to the website to buy Flight Simulator, and I want to tell you your different options in buying, because this is important. You can play it on a PC, absolutely. But the simulate, Flight Simulator system requirements now are kind of huge. You can click to test your PC, but the bottom line is, just to install it, you need 150 gigabytes of space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's a lot. Um, it really needs a high-flying system. I And you can play it through Microsoft Xbox Game Pass subscription, which right now they have a deal that costs only a dollar per month for a trial period. Um, so it'll run on PC systems with Windows 10 and upwards. 
I don't know. I, I I'm thinking if you're not running it on Windows 10, like, is it better on an Xbox? You you do gaming probably. Yeah, I, I mean, I think an Xbox, which ten, tends to run games better than, in most cases, better than you can find on a PC. They're, you know, they're designed for that. So you might be able to do it a little easier on an Xbox than you would on uh, a PC. But you can still do it to just conform to what Marsha's saying. Yeah, because, but isn't Xbox all online now? I, I don't know quite how that works. No, that you can still get an Xbox with uh, with discs. Uh, they're trying to go to streaming. They're trying to eliminate the hard drives, and some are going to be the new ones are going to be sold, I think, without a hard drive and with. So you have the option of still getting the hard drive or streaming only, and they're cheaper if it's streaming only. And I think but, actually yeah. that makes sense. I mean, Flight Simulator standards fifty nine ninety nine, Deluxe eighty nine ninety nine, and Premium Deluxe is one hundred nineteen ninety nine. So if I was going to because I love this whole thing. I'd probably go for the premium. But right. I don't have an Xbox. I don't have time to do it. I'm selling on eBay. I'm having fun. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, one of the funny stories of the new Microsoft, and I'm sure you saw it, was an obelisk. Uh, obelisk? Is that obelisk. Any, sure. obelisk. 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 Which is a very, it's a stone pillar that uh, like, right. goes high into the air. Well, right. There's, there's one in uh, Buenos Aires I've seen. Okay, yes. so they're just tall, big structures. Well, some coder accidentally typed in the wrong code and created this, like, 200-foot-high obelisk in the middle of Microsoft Flight Simulator. And it turns out that in simulator, and it was a person that was doing mapping. So, you know, it's like the person that does Google Maps or something like that. So there are, from time to time, mistakes, and you will find things on maps and things, as you are going to find in this device, that actually aren't supposed to be there. Uh, there's a, some instruction that tells you how to land on top of this thing, actually, if you have Microsoft uh, things. So that, that was pretty cool. Uh, okay, okay, I want to fit in real quick here. For those who are fans of The Crown and are eagerly awaiting um, Season 4, which I am. It's Gillian mm -hmm. Anderson, remember of X Files. Oh yeah, she I love plays her. Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, and she's great. Everybody else, you don't really know who they are. But the point is, they've dropped the trailer, so you can see that. And the news is, it will be coming to TV. No, I believe it's November fourth. Oh, so that's and this is the last season, I think, is it not? This is their final yeah, because season. I mean, you know, you can only go so far. She's, a human being, her yeah, life only, a, you're not going to make it up. It's supposed to be real. <laughs> well, that's true, although, thank God, she's a, I love the queen. She's she's wonderful. The actual real queen, she's terrific. Yeah, so she's, uh, she's the best. She's just yeah, fabulous. Yeah, she really is. Uh, she's great. Another, uh, talking TV, a new series that's on uh, Apple TV called Ted Lasso, which is charming, delightful, and I highly recommend it. It's uh, with uh, Jason Sudeikis. He's a former football coach in the States and comes to the U.S., uh, comes to England to coach a soccer team. And that he's never played soccer before. And it's fun and it's charming and it's delightful. It's getting great reviews. So if you happen to have Apple TV, it's called Ted Lasso. And a really, really good show. I like that a lot. Uh, what else are you watching? You know, right now we were catching up on Mrs. Maisel because we're going to this event, which so yeah. that, that's beautiful and wonderful, but we've seen it already. Really, there's nothing new on there that's moving me at all. Uh, we're dying to find a movie. We watched something, The Accidental I am Mountain Climber, Accidental Adventurer. I don't know. It was a story don't, don't about a 69-year-old guy who wanted to climb Everest. 
And it was okay. It, it was kind of a documentary, and that was on. But there's new things on Amazon Prime, and if anyone wants to recommend stuff, please tweet hashtag Tech Radio, so we can share some of our favorite TV shows with others. Because it's, it's getting tough, man. And I'm I, watching I will local what, news a lot. One <laughs> one of the better actually uh, pay for channels is Stars S C A R Z. They seem to get the movies that were just pay per view. They go instantly after pay per view to stars. And I watch Bad Boys, whatever the most recent one is, Bad Boys something with Martin Lawrence and uh, Will Smith. And it's it's delightful and it's fun and it's an adventure. And Kurt would like it. And it's a kind of a guy movie, but there's some touching parts as it as well. So if you're looking for a movie and you happen to have stars, uh, that's one you should check out. Very very entertaining. I like that a lot. And uh, boy, and that's it for the show. That was um, it. That was uh, that was fun, and that was fast. You Say got goodbye, a lot. Of, you got a lot of stuff in. <laughs> yeah, for this day. All right. Hey, everybody, please don't drink and drive. We want you back with us next week. Be safe, please. And we're all happy to have you with us every week. Please come back, listen to our archives, and join us on Twitter. So this is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, Kurt Boothman, and Wade Taylor. Running the show as Tech Radio. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. 
Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. 